We are Future Radio. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. It is indeed the Money Matters show. We do this fortnightly, bringing you management tips, skills and information about local services, supported by the Aviva Foundation. Uh, We are bringing you guidance and information on managing your money uh, and the local services in Norwich that are here to help you. And we've got plenty of expert guests uh, this week. Uh, we are joined by Sarah Applegate from uh, Aviva. We're going to find out uh, about uh, getting better value for money and cheaper insurance. Sarah, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me on. You're very, very welcome. And uh, and this is, you know, everything's so many things are going up in price at the moment. Fuel bills going up, petrol going up, uh, inflation rising any opportunity for actually for any of us to get uh, better value for money on anything that we need is has got to be uh, good news so uh, i think what we're going to do today uh, we're going to get some advice about saving money on insurance and also a bit of jargon busting um every every industry has its jargon doesn't it and uh, it always helps if you understand a bit better so uh, we're really grateful that you've come uh, on today to tell us uh, about that and uh, and reveal um some of the the secrets of the insurance world so so the first thing really is how how can you save money on uh, insurance? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I know we're all looking to be a bit more frugal in, in the times that we're in. So so it's great to, to be able to share some tips and techniques that you can all use, um, no matter what type of insurance you may be buying. So let's start off with car because lots of people have cars and we, we all need insurance if we do have one. So there are some ways to make sure that you don't overpay, but also make sure that you're not leaving yourself at risk as well, because that's really important to make sure you're covered appropriately. So when it comes to car, um, think about the mileage that you'll be doing. Um, it changing by a few hundred miles isn't going to make much of a difference, but actually if you're driving thousands of miles less because you're working from home now perhaps that could make you know a good difference to the amount you pay you might also want to consider um, a telematics cover so using something like a black box or an app that tracks your driving and you know if you consider yourself to be a pretty good driver maybe actually you'd rather go with a policy that includes that so you can benefit from from being maybe a better driver than than some other people you uh, I know everyone likes to think they're, they're a good driver so try it out and also just look at what's covered in your policy do you really need overseas cover are you going to be going to Europe for example and if you're not don't pay for anything you don't need so so that would be my tips for for car insurance okay I mean that's if we sorry you just said that's really really um, good advice uh, um, and it's really interesting because people's people's situations may well have changed over the pandemic and you may be paying a premium which is based on as you say you know maybe driving 15 20,000 miles a year for work and if you're working from home now um clearly you're going to make make a saving so that's uh, that that's really really um good advice and 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 the um the idea of having a black box as well i mean i think what they do don't they um they kind of monitor your driving and um you you get rewarded for being a good driver and lower premiums is that right yeah that's absolutely it and they're very common with young drivers where you don't have much driving history behind you so you don't have no claims discount Mm. or or you might be a bit penalized by the fact that you're younger and um, and more accidents tend to occur in younger people so uh, um, for the younger generations it's sometimes a really good idea to bring down the cost of your policy some insurance companies will um, 
bring down the cost up front or some may offer it as, as a refund or a lower price next year on your renewals. So it's a really good thing to consider. Just make sure that if you are getting one, you are careful with your driving because if you're not found out not to be a great driver, it might actually drive your price up. <laughs> That's good advice as well. I, I didn't realise that. Okay, so let's leave cars behind and move on, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about homes. Mm. Lots of us are spending a lot more time at home at the minute. And and it's always important to make sure that, that you are covered appropriately for your home, but you're maybe not paying for things, again, that you, you don't need or, or um, you're doubled up on. So make sure that when you do take out a home policy, if you're looking for contents cover for um, your belongings inside the house, um, have you done an assessment of of what you're trying to ensure and it's really hard how do you know how much you own in your house and you forget about things easily like carpets and things that would need replaced so go around room by room have a bit of an estimate of what's in that room and what you'd need to replace if anything um happened you know flood fire damage theft etc and consider what it is you you really need you know if you don't have kids or pets in the house you might feel like you have less of a need for accidental damage because you're maybe not going to be kicking a football in the window anytime soon <laughs> or, or um, you know you're if you consider yourself a bit of a clumsy person you know, if you're likely to spill wine on the carpet make sure you do have that cover so that if anything went wrong you're not left out of pocket and um, so really consider what's required um, when it comes to your home and what you want to make sure that you're covering and always lock away things and um, if you've got bikes don't leave them in the garden make sure you bring them in indoors or lock them to something solid on the ground so that if you did ever have to claim you, you shouldn't be penalized for any accidents of, of not locking things away yes yeah, so basically um, you need to take presumably reasonable precautions to protect things like bikes absolutely yes it's uh, as long as it's locked to something firm, so if you have a lock on the ground, that's great. Lock it to that. It'll be covered. Um, put it in your shed that's locked away, and, and again, that'll be covered. But just be aware that if you're putting lots of things in your shed, sometimes there's a limit on what you can store outdoors. So if you've got you know, lots of expensive things in your shed, just be cautious that some insurers will have a limit to what you can store outside of the home so that's a really important thing to realize if maybe you're using a home office you've got some uh, fancy laptops and desk uh, a new desk and and some computer computer screens just check that you're not going over your limits that you might be allowed in in sheds and outbuildings yeah so in other words it's worth asking your uh, insurer um, or before you take a, a policy when you're sort of uh, uh, researching it, uh, the different policies that are available that's a question worth uh, worth asking because people do just dump stuff in the shed yeah. don't they and you can have quite a lot of um, <laughs> it, it adds i mean i've found actually you know when you when you're trying to work out uh, your insurance and trying to work out how much cover you need you were saying a moment ago going around making a list of what you've got and how much it's worth to, would be worth to replace and uh, it soon adds up doesn't it and and i'm sure the same the same goes for a shed as well so it's well worth well worth doing um and of course absolutely thing, particularly comes up to christmas and you might be hiding presents away in those sheds oh, <laughs> so yes. it's good to think about it during the year as well not just as a once-off annual thing you know if you're, you you've bought someone a gift and it and you're storing it somewhere just just be cautious of that as well no absolutely and thought of that absolutely um 
Now let's talk about jargon, shall we? Because there's a, a, every industry have it, has its jargon, so uh, it's not just the insurance industry. But of course, when you're engaging um, with them, um, it's important to know what they mean. The thing about jargon is that uh, different words can mean different things depending upon which industry you're in. So you may think you understand it, but maybe you don't. So if, if you, how can you become more sort of insurance savvy in terms of the jargon? Yeah, and, and, and yeah, there's jargon everywhere and mm. in every aspect of our lives. I'm sure we're all faced with that. And uh, insurance is no different. So when you buy an insurance policy, um, or even before you buy an insurance policy, if you Google the insurer um, or use a search engine to, to find <laughs> the insurer and the policy you're looking for, there will typically be a, a sort of terms and conditions document that you can read. So if you search for that, um, you can read it before you buy a policy. So that, and that's really useful. And insurers are becoming a lot better in writing that in plain English. And where they do have terms, defining what those mean. And some of the terms that um, are thrown about that I know people sometimes struggle with. Um, for car insurance, uh, what's comprehensive and what's third-party fire and theft? So that's a decision of whether you want to insure yourself and other people that are in the car with you and, and should you accidentally um, hurt anyone else on the road, you need to have that insurance as a minimum. But do you also want to insure the value of your car so that if you did have an accident, you would be able to claim for um, that, that your car to be fixed? So that's a decision you can come up with and that's called comprehensive cover if you want that full coverage of damage to your vehicle. So, just, so that's just, a just common a, term. It is. So, so third party is that's um, insurance against the act of a third party, whereas comprehensive includes uh, an act that you yourself are responsible for. Is that the key difference? So third party is actually what you might do to another person. So if you accidentally hit a cyclist, oh. they are the, th the cyclist is the third party and you would be held liable for hitting or uh, hurting that cyclist so you need to have that insurance cover as a bare minimum in the uk so that if you accidentally hurt anyone else you will be covered and you couldn't be taken to you know jail or anything because that that's an accident and you're covered for it under your insurance right okay that's really really important to to, to, to know okay so so carry on so we've done um we've done comprehensive and third party yeah, so let's talk about a home insurance policy, uh, home insurance term, which is wear and tear. So um, people have probably heard the phrase wear and tear, but what does it mean when it comes to insurance? So what you can typically claim for on a home insurance policy is when something goes badly wrong uh, as something that couldn't be foreseen. So a tree falls on your roof and, and you need your roof repaired or a, a pipe bursts and, and your home floods and you want to claim for that. But if something's just, uh, you know, you've had your carpet for a long time and it's starting to get a little bit worn and you want to claim on that, that wouldn't be covered under your insurance. That would be classed as wear and tear. So things that would wear down over time that you would expect to depreciate over time or, or get worse over time, you wouldn't be able to claim on. But for big things that go wrong, that are unexpected, you would be able to claim for. That's, again, really important for uh, for people to know as well. Um, uh, 
I think we've all had the odd unexpected um, uh, incident in the home. Uh, I had one once. It was all to do with paint, but we won't talk about that in any more detail. <laughs> uh, but I nearly cried. Um, anyway, right. I think we've all had the accident of, of drilling drilling through electrical cables as well. That that's a good one to to note. Make sure you get yourself one of those screws that finds out where the electrics are because I've I've fallen for that myself <laughs> yeah you can never be quite sure where they're why where they put those wires uh <laughs> okay um so we've done some jargon busting um we'll take a break now and we'll come back uh, in a moment and talk about how we can prevent accidents happening in the first place and avoiding incidents and also where can people find out more to help them better understand uh, insurance so uh, sarah uh, we'll be back with you in just a moment money matters on future radio supported by the aviva foundation and we're talking to Sarah Applegate from Aviva, and uh, we're getting some advice about saving money on your insurance, a bit of jargon busting. Um, we're going to talk now about how to prevent accidents happening at home or in your car in the first place. Uh, so, Sarah, uh, welcome back. Um, yeah, tell us about that. What, what, what can we do in the way of prevention? Yeah, and, and as we always know, you know, uh, prevention is better than cure, and mm. it's um, always easier to know that you, you've done something to take action rather than than waiting for something bad to happen. So when it comes to the home, there's there's lots of different and practical ways that we can utilise to um, avoid accidents or burglar, burglary, etc., from happening. So let's talk about weather first, because I think we've we've all experienced some some rough weather mm. over the last or odd weather over the last couple of weeks. So this time of year, it's a really good time to start checking the outside of your house. You know, check your guttering. Is there a buildup of leaves? Um, is there any tiles missing on the roof? And just having to check around to see if there's any weak points uh, that that might let in water or otherwise and and then sticking on the theme of water it's really good to know where your stopcock is so if you did have a leak a water leak in the house do you know how to turn off your water and um, because you never know when you might need to turn it off quite suddenly on a sunday evening when when no one's really around or available to help so really good to to know where that is mm. when it comes to burglaries um, making your house look less appealing for burglars. So whether you have uh, a camera, be it real or fake, whether you have a burglar alarm, again, be it real or fake, um, the, these are good deterrents. And keeping your house lit as well is is always a good way to put off um, some potential burglars from targeting your house. Mm, that's it's, it's interesting, actually. Just uh, one one thing that I, I sometimes wonder about, and you hear people say this, so you know you know the answer. So I'll ask you. Sometimes people say, "Well, if you put up a, a CCTV camera or uh, a burglar arm, you know, real or fake, um, actually it attracts attention because it makes it look like you've got something to protect." But is is that a fallacy? It it it's, it can be true. Um, some uh, burglars will look for houses that they believe are um you know might have a lot of nice things for them to steal yeah. so if you're in an affluent area it, it is sometimes more of a target but um at the same time they don't uh, the, the fact that you have a camera and you could catch them is a deterrent in itself so whilst there may be some people that will um target a house because it looks like it might have more expensive stuff i think the fact that you 
have more potential of catching that person is always going to be uh, a good thing. Um, but, you know, to try other things. Move things away from the window. If you've got an expensive telly, make sure you close your curtains so people can't see in and see what, what it is that's on offer for them to steal. I'm always surprised when you walk past houses. I walk past and walking my dog and, um, um, and you... you um, just seeing how people have you know, big expensive televisions on display right in front of the window um, always surprises me. And I guess also um, with, with the uh, burglar alarms and, and, and um, CCTV, I guess what probably uh, will happen, I mean it won't always happen, but um, a burglar might think your house looks attractive, but then probably he'll move on to another one which, do, which is equally attractive but doesn't have the burglar alarm or the CCTV. So uh, I guess that... It, it, it's probably how it works although you know you, you can never be 100 percent safe i suppose but you just got to do the best you can absolutely and so you know if it is good to take pictures of things in your house so that you know if the worst did happen and and there was a theft or there was a flood or something you've got pictures of expensive items and receipts if you can keep receipts Ooh, great yes. if not store pictures on your phone and there are some great apps now that allow you to to put all your belongings in one place for in terms of the photographs so that if, if anything did go wrong it makes it much simpler to make a claim with your insurer oh that's that's really really good that's really really helpful and what about avoiding accidents um uh, on 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 the road i guess that's um <laughs> pretty <laughs> Pay it's it's pay always going to be hard. Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Pay attention, you know, know the rules of the road, keep up to speed with, with any new um, uh, highway codes that are coming in, of course. That that all absolutely makes sense. If you can avoid driving in peak times, do. That that tends to be when all the sort of bumps and things happen. Right. Um, and, of course, tips like don't speed it, it is quite, you know, it, people will just know that but it's also really good if you're going on a long distance say you're going to visit some family or you're going on holiday make sure you do a check over your vehicle check your oil check your tires make sure that your car is not overloaded if you've packed lots of stuff into it because that can change the way uh, that you're able to brake your, your car will stop slower if it's mm. overloaded and um, so it's really important to check those things and if you're not sure if you're not a car person you can take it down to a garage or a um, one of the high street stores that can do a check for you over some of the essentials um, so that's a really good way to just make sure your car is fit and roadworthy outside of MOT periods and in case anything did happen on the road you got stuck broke down or, or something happened it's really good to keep a spare tire and a safety kit in your car and and think of things like a shovel if it's uh, going to be snowy where you're going a blanket if it's cold water snacks if you're going to be stuck at the side of the road for a little while so make sure you've got some provisions in your car if you're going on a longer journey uh, an emergency kit uh, in the widest possible sense <laughs> absolutely well, great advice there um now if people um want to find out more about how to better understand insurance because um, we, we've covered some really important areas but there may well still be questions people have got where can they go the first protocol i would always say is your insurer is there to work for you if you have any questions or queries or you're just not sure you're a bit confused about something please speak to your insurer and um, they can give you the tailored advice and guidance um, but if you don't have a specific request you're just sort of wanting to know a little bit more there's some great resources online um, you can search for your particular insurer and and as i said 
um, earlier in the segment, you can have a look at their terms and conditions online and that should all be written in plain English so that you can understand it. And um, that there's, there's resources out there to help you understand it a bit better. We've got uh, an, associ- an association of British insurers They provide some great advice for individuals as well. So have a look online, but speak to your insurer if you've got anything specific that you want to pick up. And presumably uh, don't be be frightened to ask the question. Just ask the question because uh, if you need need to know the answer. Absolutely. There's no stupid questions. And if there is, I've asked asked them already. (laughs) Exactly. Brilliant. Well, um, I hope very much that uh, a lot of people out there will now feel more confident in their understanding of insurance. You've explained it very simply in very simple, uh, plain terms. Uh, So uh, thank you very much uh, for for doing that. for us thank you for having me uh, sarah and uh, no no you're very very welcome and that's been really really helpful so uh, and good to talk to you take care thank you and you thanks i was talking there to uh, our guest on money matters today sarah applegate uh, from aviva all about insurance money matters on future radio supported by the aviva foundation we are future radio